0: And Hold the, on, can
1: you guys see okay? Because my screen is freaking out.
0: Shauna just said you guys are flashing black and white. Yeah,
1: I don't know mm-hmm. what's going mm-hmm. on with that. Mm-hmm. Hold
0: on. Mm-hmm.
2: Welcome to another episode of Unresolved Textual Tension. Today we are talking about the Murderbot series, 1 through 4 by Martha Wells. Wells. It is about an emotionally constipated cyberpunk man. Like, I know they don't have like genitalia, but is it... Uh, was it supposed to be like female, neither, male figure? I never
0: figured that out. I it. don't know what the visual is, but Murderbot refers to itself as it and other people refer to it to it as
1: it. And just to note very quickly, I am going to try to say it, but I am probably going to just forget and default to he because the voice actor in it is male, apologies to Murderbot. But technically, yes, our main character is a Murderbot. And already I have issues um
2: <laughs> what do you mean you have issues he's
1: not really yes, a robot and so <laughs> will does not like
0: this series what oh my god dude no, listen I know I knew four chapters into the first book that will would not like this why okay no, I, I give me
2: in a summary of two sentences
1: okay all right let me Let me explain my weirdness. It's funny, because the other day, Maria was saying that she was putting on her Will hat to think about something, and she was like, oh, it's gotten very sophisticated, and I'm like, that makes sense? I'm a sophisticated person. And she goes, No, the model of you in my head has grown very sophisticated. (laughs) Here's what happens. I have a thing where I like robots to feel like robots in the same way that I like aliens to feel like aliens and not just people with funny foreheads. And I'm pretty sure this started on the same show, which is TNG, where Data acts nothing like a robot. And it bothers me a lot. And he's always constantly trying to be more like a human for some Reason it bothers me when robots are not written to act like they're actual computers thinking about things like intelligent AI. And so this book. So another thing <laughs> is why do, I'll, you know what I'll break down in a little bit more of why I had issues with it. But my main problem is that Murderbot himself does not feel like a bot or a robot. He really just feels like one of the replicants from Blade Runner. And if it had been named Blade Runner repli- replicant, I think I would have had less problems with the series.
2: It's a joke. He's referring it- It's not as serious as all that. It's just a joke to reference to himself. That's the whole point. What Will wants out of a... It's hyper-realistic representation. It's not even that.
0: If you read Will's story written from the AI perspective of a bunch of robots that is talking collectively, you will understand what Will wants out of a robot story, or, or just AI... Or technologically enhanced. The thing is, and my argument is that this series is more about divergent human experiences because he does have a human brain. He has organic parts on top of the AI aspects that he has with him as well. He is neither human nor is he a robot. It is a divergent human experience. That's not what Will wanted. Will wanted a more like to an analysis of the technology. He wanted more examples. That's not this
1: book. That's not the book, but it's still called The Murderbot Diaries. Like, it's not called The Somewhat Human Mall Cop. Like, you know what I mean? It, it's when you call yourself The Murderbot Diaries and you supposedly have a human, half human, half robot brain, then like it doesn't deliver on that promise of how a robot would think. And I think, and I will like the argument that I think the books would be better if it did and i think that if you're not going to do that the least you could do is like frame it a little bit differently than it's framed in universe um again framing it more as like the the cylons from battlestar galactica i think or again the blade the replicants from blade runner would be a more efficient way to do it because murderbot has like constant emotions all the time that just a robot would not have but i think it'll probably be about easier to break that down as we go through the story and hit the point so that happens
0: here's how i felt about this book i f- loved it It was fantastic. It will be a comfort. Like, I already want to reread it. And I have not finished the fifth novella. I read the novel because I accidentally read them out of order. But, like, this is comfort for me. Murderbot is a sweet baby boy that must be protected at all costs or baby girl, however you engage. But, like, needs to be protected. Art is also something that must be protected and i love and here's the other fundamental difference between will's experience and my experience i thought these i thought these books were really funny and i, I laughed. they're not supposed
2: to be read like seriously they're i pictured it as like i were watching a cartoon or an anime that it's it's very lighthearted. it's not supposed to be like it's gimmicky on purpose and it's even called out and you you laughed
0: reading this you found it humorous
1: yes will didn't i actually didn't even realize that it was supposed to be funny at point like i understand that it's lighthearted and that certain points were supposed to be kind of funny because
2: your critical brain was judging it too hard
1: not even i just did not find like maria was talking about how she was like laughing out loud at parts and i'm like which yeah, what are I you talking a about clip of it it was on such a different wavelength than what I was getting that it's my criticisms of the book are not actually like I have a lot of them. But I think as a whole, the book did not benefit from being A book club book in that normally I would have picked this up, read the first novella, gone, oh, I wish the robots could have been written better, but whatever, that's cute. And then I had to sit around for three more books of like just a lot of plots and fights happening.
0: He found Murderbot
1: annoying. I'm not gonna say that I want him to get run over by a train because I understand that Maria would give his life for him and she would jump in front of the train and then I would have no more Maria. But the sentiment remains i just find him an irritating character for whatever reason partly again i feel like his motivations don't make up like i just do not fundamentally understand why he has such social anxiety
0: really quick i want to comment on or i want to read some of the comments we're getting as we were hashing this out from our uh patrons ali said the robots in this universe there's robots and then there's like cyborgs what they call constructs and what that is for those of you who are not who have not read this is a construct has cloned human parts like an actual human brain plus AI and robot parts. So uh, there are parts of Murderbot's body that is flesh, and then parts that are just augments like technology fabricated parts. Um, and there is a difference. There's comfort units. Uh, and comfort bots and then there's suck units which is what Murderbot is and we'll talk more about that uh amanda said i don't know i feel like it was similar to the cylons and bsg
1: that's what i mentioned on mine and it's because again those are like their artificial life but they're not really robots like it's very hard to tell what they are with that they're not biological that makes a lot of sense as a reading i just wish it had been framed that way by the text which it isn't uh Murderbot at a certain point thinks about how they have both a human brain and or brain tissue and a robot and an AI portion, and how those two are integrated, but there's not actually a lot of exploration of how they're integrated or the dissonance between them, or quite what the relationship is there that I would have really loved to see explored.
0: I saw it kind of more like Clone Wars clone. For me, the thing with the clones and Star Wars, at least, and Clone Wars is that like, they are a 95% human, like they do not have augments and, uh, and so for me murder bot and that's that's the thing is i was okay just exploring divergent personhood that's like i was okay with it that's what it was exploring he does not react or engage with things the way everybody else does he doesn't identify as human but there is an exploration of humanity and personhood within his character and i really just didn't mind because Will's right, there's not a lot of push and pull between the way his organic parts react to things and the way his cyborgy parts react to things or way the way his AI t- brain does and his like human tissue does. I would argue that it doesn't little. It does, you know, it does a little, but it doesn't explore it. It's there, but there, it's not an exploration of that. What it is more concerned with is, like I said, what I'm going to refer to as the divergent humanity. And for me, that was fine. I'm okay with that. I did not need that other part. So
1: Amanda said, reading it though as someone who is not neurotypical made it better for me in understanding. I think that's the best way to read the book is as a, not metaphor, but like a metaphor essentially for neuroatypical um, behavior. Uh, I know a lot of people on our Discord were talking about how much they really loved that as representation. Um, And it's interesting because like, i'm i mentioned this to maria but like i'm weirdly like Murderbot in certain ways in terms of deep social anxiety uh not liking other people very much and being also extremely judgmental of them not to their face and so like i felt like i would have liked that aspect more but i found it again to get in the way of like but this isn't a story about someone who's neurally atypical this is A robot. But
0: he's not a robot. Again, Will is fixated, and I cannot fix that fixation. Because it's
1: in the title. You
0: find excuses to complain about it. Oh, that's why Will doesn't like the books. He
2: does see too much of himself in it.
1: Oh. Um... No, I don't think that's it. I just think about that, but I don't really think that's why. I just found him to be kind of cranky. I loved it. The other thing is he's not that funny. Well, okay. That goes into the fact that you guys did think he was funny. So I'm just saying that if you find him funny and you find him charming, then the books are just cast differently in your head like i found a lot of the plot to be kind of boring that's not if you find him funny and interesting i found his motivations to be weird because like why is a robot socially anxious but if you don't then his motivations make sense and he's more engaging so there's a certain amount of which it's just first order principles are different
2: we're seeing it from his really limited perspective of like whatever he's talking to us so we're getting filtered of what's truly happening when and it's leaked in between the scenes when people react to him and stuff like that and when he's interacting with other characters that's why it's kind of like tongue in cheek the whole time and he's kind of like it's you're supposed to assume other part characteristics about him through the uh you know the descriptions of him interacting with other characters. Also, as a side note, this was a pretty funny moment in the like third book where it says, um, and Mickey said, Don Abney, maybe great Chris removed the central cores for the resident systems and then they pulled out. They'd want to cut their losses. And it's like verbatim what MurderBot said. And then he's just like for f- sake like that's
0: such a cute
2: little like
0: it is but to be fair Shelby said hey, Shelby this book didn't work for me either I didn't relate to murder bot and I didn't find it funny so there really wasn't anything for me and I was a little bored but I'm happy for everyone else who loved it and that's the truth that's what I said to Will this book has a like and it's similar to how when we did mask of mirrors Will and I had loads of issues <laughs> with that series but Shelby and Katie were like I see them, but now nah, I was here for it. And I think sometimes we just have to accept that there's a level of subjectivity to engaging with books where the reason this book worked for me, and I'm going to probably say for Katie as well, if it went the route that Will wanted to go, it probably wouldn't have worked as well. It might've been a different, better book, but I don't think it would have had this core and thus it wouldn't have been like, I think the book Will would have pulled out of this would have been a fascinating exploration, but I don't think it would be my new comfort series.
2: But that's like comparing, that's like the Kafka version of this versus the like literally the comic book. This is a comic book made. In essentially into a... Uh,
1: uh, I forget, is um, the Sandman supposed to be a work of art or is it just a comic book, as you would say?
0: I'm going to read from the chat. I thought it made sense that the more human you make a robot, the more mental issues they're going to have, which I agree. And I will argue a lot of murder bots issues... Um, And social anxieties come from never having any emotional training or upbringing to deal with any emotional stimulus or interactions with other human. His programming and protocols had nothing to do with that. But anyway, Zeta said, I loved MB's internal dialogue, but I can easily imagine how others might find him annoying, just like how others might find your good friend annoying in real life. Very true. Shelby says the novellas continued. And
1: it was a planet to planet road trip. I would have loved more detailed new worlds. Yeah, that's another thing is that the setting is remarkably, I don't want to say blank, but like it's hard to picture almost it any is. of it and oh. it's all the same i will also argue that the novella format actually is bad for the books in that i found the human cast to be really interchangeable and the arc of it to be kind of repetitive i was talking with maria and she was saying how in the fifth book that's actually not really an issue too much because you have that longer arc that you're able to latch onto, um which you know, I think I think it's really just a problem with the novellas. I don't think it's like an inherent problem with the series.
0: And uh, Amanda makes a point, because uh, Will and I both agree, and Katie just agreed as well, the setting is really met. It's, it's back burner. The author is not focusing on it. And Amanda just said, yes, but would Murderbot pay attention to the setting? As in, would Murderbot give you any description of it? And to be fair, not. Nah. And that's one of the, when you write something in first person like that, it's something that you are going to lose. For me, I very much, most of the settings were like stations, like airports. It was, it was space airports. The majority of the books space airports or spaceships like that's about it there's a lot of good things here for the people that are going to enjoy it there are things that i think could have been improved like i think some extrapolated like moments where murderbot looked at something and it was off and he walks you through why something looked off or like the visual processes because he's looking at things a lot you just don't get a lot of um explanation and i think there are ways that that could have happened. But again, I fucking loved it. And like <laughs> Shelby said, that's my point though, because if you don't care about murder bot, there isn't much else. And it's true. If you don't like murder bot, if you ain't here for my special baby bot, this ain't for you.
1: I'm going to try to do something which is ill-advised and I am going to make a sports analogy. <sighs> it's like on a football team, if all you have is the quarterback, that's good. Like if the, quarterback, if, if the quarterback is good, then the team is good. And if the quarterback isn't good, then the team isn't good. I don't know if that's actually how football works, but I'm going to assume that it is. Um, so yeah, I totally agree. If Myrtlebot works for you as a character, then I think a lot of this book will work for you. <laughs> Amanda says, I like, I remember in book one, they have a hilarious description where they're like, the humans think this is cool, but it's like rocks and dirt, and rocks, trees. rocks, dirt and trees. I understand from a character perspective why you might do that, but it does still make the setting feel gray. It's a bit being like being like, you know, um, Murderbot can't see in color, so we can't describe the colors. But like, that's a decision the author made, and you lose things in that decision while you gain other things. And I don't really think having Murderbot not describe things gets you that much. But why don't we jump into the plot? Because there are actually four novellas to cover, and we've been talking for 20 minutes.
2: You know what? Before we get started on this, I am going to unfortunately tell you I'm not feeling very well. No, no. no. So I am going to bow out for this evening. Sorry, guys. Aww,
0: I hope you feel better. Yeah. Are you okay?
2: Yeah, I'm fine. It's just my stomach is just kind of upset. Aww, no. Apologies,
0: everyone. Just a real quick, like, g- g- let's get our Katie in this and then he'll splice it through the video. So it feels like you were there the whole time. I
2: think I have to say the best part of all of this is just the multitasking portrayal that it has I used to read a lot of Tony Stark fan fiction where he was uh he had taken extremists except for like made it into the comic book version and he used to do a whole bunch of like it'd be all about processing and going through all the things and hacking and you know but in the fun way not the realistic way that I'm sure Will wished it portrayed and all of that was like super fun and it definitely felt like a comic book because he essentially leveled up In the third to fourth book, he literally gained a skill tree. Yes. So, uh, he, he, it's not supposed, I like what this was supposed to be. This was supposed to be little novellas, just like the ones
0: that he watches. You will love the, the actual novel. It was the best of all of this. Like it was so good. Yeah. We'll
1: probably have you guys do a video on it. You too can do novella five and the next book. So we will definitely get Katie's thoughts on it. Hearts and chat for Katie. We'll talk to you later. (mwah) Bye. I'm alone with Maria. Thunderdome time.
0: Pistolas! Pistolas! Bum, 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 bum. Um, <laughs> anyway, this book series, uh, so it's it's there's five novellas, and then there's a novel. I have read pretty much almost all of it at this point, but for the purpose of this bad guest, uh, we were just reading the first four. I unfortunately will insert stuff from the novels. <laughs> the novel because uh... <laughs> I loved it so much. The books the it starts with the first one which is called All Systems Red or All Code Red. No, I think it's All Systems Red. It starts with our titular character, Murderbot, who is a sec unit. And I'm gonna spend some time just talking about terminology um, a little bit sec unit is a security unit and it always gets referred to as sec unit he, he calls sec systems is security systems and he like shortens a lot of things that you don't realize like there was a couple that i didn't realize what they fully stood for at the first time he used them and then once the whole name got mentioned i went oh okay <laughs> Murderbot is a sec unit who has disabled and hacked into his governor module and what a sec unit is, is there are these companies that are like security bond companies where let's say you are a group of intrepid explorers that want to go uh, survey a planet for whatever reason. Before you can go survey this new wild planet, you have to get a contract with a bond company that will uh, supply you the vehicles, the um, materials, the aircraft and uh Vehicles, vehicles, that's the other word, uh, (laughs) to do your survey. But they will also provide you a sec unit, um, which is a construct. And constructs within this world are made up of cloned human parts and AI slash robotic parts. So like a midpoint between humanity and robothood. Unfortunately, Will would have preferred it was called something else. And not called Murderbot.
1: Well, when you get saying Murderbot, I immediately thought, oh, okay. And and you read the the front cover or whatever, and you're like, oh, okay, this is going to be about a serial killer robot. Like there's that one character in uh, Knights of the Old Republic whose name I cannot remember, who refers to humans as meat bags, and he's constantly talking about like how he doesn't like him and he's going to kill him and stuff. And there was also a short story I read back in the day um, because I was a massive Star Wars Expanded Universe nerd back. Yes, HK forty seven. There was one about it was it was a short storybook about all the bounty hunters that are in that one seen in the Empire Strikes Back and one of them is a killer robot. And I've always absolutely loved that short story because it's like he's a robot and he thinks like one. And again, that's just a thing I really like and really want in my robots. And so I kind of went into this thinking it was going to be like that. And then within the first chapter, I was like, oh, okay, this is not that this is not that at all.
0: He kind of described it to me as expecting like a funny serial killer robot, but who was funny, like, like he expected humor, but like a robot that was just a serial killer
1: or like it was just like constantly like I want to kill them all but I can't because he's a murder bot
0: which is hysterical uh and I think could have been funny but not and it, it's interesting because Shelby also said I I also felt it promised a lot of brutality by the title Amanda said Murderbot is the name they gave themselves right because of what they did or didn't get to that like Ooh. Bender from Futurama uh, kill all humans, says Allie.
1: I agree. I wanted to see them be like, oops, kill the human, my bad fam. Yeah, my that was fam. that was the vibe I was expecting. And I still I kinda wanna write that series now just because like it doesn't exist and it sounds fun. Yeah. But who is Murderbot if he isn't that, Maria?
0: You learn early on that Murderbot has uh Hacked his governor module, and what the governor module was was the way because when you have a construct with organic parts, it is not going to completely follow a code because it's got organic parts and it's going to do some thinking. Um, and so, to keep it from doing anything outside of what it is supposed to do, they implant this thing in its brain that will fry its neural uh, connections if it does anything. So, like if a human says jump and it doesn't jump you're going to get fried. If the, it also like, if you're too far away from the humans, you're supposed to correct. Uh, you're supposed to protect. You're going to get fried. And he disabled his governor module, but he is still serving as a security unit on a bunch of bonds. And he gets away with it because the humans, like there are times where he doesn't do what the humans said, but he does it in ways where they don't notice. And so he's playing this game of like, how far can he push this? Um, and what you don't realize initially, um, but comes up later, is that when he destroyed his governor module, the way he, the first thing he did was he ingested a fuck ton of media, uh, and he started watching a specific one called Sanctuary Moon. What you do get in the first book is that he watches media all the time. He'll be, like, talking with the humans or, like, standing in the room while they do stuff with his armor and his helmet on opaque, and then he's just watching Sanctuary Moon in the background. Like... He loves his media. He likes disengaging from reality and not actively being a part of it. And he just wants to be left alone. That is it. He doesn't like interacting with humans. He doesn't want to like, he he just wants to do his job and then get to go and watch media in his little transport boxes. That's
1: it. Initially I had thought that it wasn't that he liked interacting with humans, like what you said. And it's true that is it is that, but it's also like a very deep anxiety when it comes to interacting with people um that you reveal more I think as the books go on. At the beginning, you know, it is more of like a just kind of like I don't like doing this and then towards the fifth book fourth uh, novella he's like I just I am actively freaking out right now.
0: But I think he's actively freaking out because In the first book, he is interacting with humans in a way that he is supposed to, in a way that he has been programmed, or like the protocols have been put in. By the time you get to the fourth book, nothing about it. Mensa hugging him, people asking him about how he feels. He immediately starts feeling anxious in the first book when people. So there's a scene when the book starts, he's on a bond uh, survey exploration with this group called the Preservation Group. And they are like all chill humans uh, who aren't rude to him, but at the beginning, they're not paying too much attention to him or it in the book there. He's referred to as an it, the audiobook narrator was a guy, and unfortunately, I, I took that on, so I will do my best. And we've
1: talked before about how um, in Axioms and the robot is described as speaking with a text-to-speech module, and the narrator actually mimics that in a really effective way, and how we would both have liked something similar like that to have been done here, where there is more of like a neutral voice an for androgynous. him. androgynous? Yeah, an androgynous <laughs> voice, because here it's like, he's just a dude. He sounds a lot like a dude. The
0: The narrator got a dude voice like it's very and and i think if it had been a female narrator it would have been easy to code it as a female but anyway um so murder bot in the start nobody's really paying attention and it has wiped out so it makes a lot of decisions about what it's going to keep in its brain or not and it can't fully delete memories or things it's experienced but it can delete information and so at the start of the survey it was provided a packet about who the people it was protecting uh and then it deleted it because <laughs> it was it wanted more room for media because he loves its media
1: specifically sanctuary moon
0: sanctuary moon is Murderbot's comfort show <laughs>